Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and it is wonderful to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. Now, you might be listening to this in the morning or in the afternoon, but for me, it is the evening and I am enjoying a glass of red wine. So here's a virtual cheers. Cheers, cheers to all of you who are tuning in wherever you are, whatever you are sipping on. I hope this finds you well. Now I'm going to take a little sip. BRB, one sec. Ah, so relaxing. So it's been a while since I've done a solo episode and it's interesting. I, I feel like I've definitely been going through a lot these days. I've had a lot of changes in my life and a lot of positive changes in my life. But here's what I'm realizing, that just because something is quote unquote positive doesn't make it easy and it doesn't necessarily make it good, if that makes sense. And I guess, what do I mean by that when I say it? I get caught up in this cycle so much and I feel like this is what I talk about So often, I think it's just so easy to get caught up in the, I'll be happy when, I need to do X, Y, Z, or Z, if you're tuning in from outside of Canada. Um, And we can just get trapped in these cycles of seeking perfectionism. I've talked a lot about that recently and feeling like we have to, or we should, or we need to do all of these things. And I know for me, oh my gosh, I've just like, I haven't fully burnt myself out again, but I've been so busy and I've been finding a balance in this new norm of the phase of life I'm in right now. And there's definitely been lots of ups and downs. I missed a couple weeks of the podcast and that never feels good because this is something that I'm committed to. This is something that brings me joy. And so today, what I want to talk to you about is a really cool philosophy that I heard about years ago. And I'm so happy that it recently came back into my awareness because it has reminded me of a lot of things that I personally need to be reminded of right now at this time in my life. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. It is wonderful to have you here. And if this is not your first time tuning in, then you know what a solo episode with me means. A solo episode is what I call a soul bite. And this is where I share wisdom from my soul to yours. And so this is where I open up and I talk a bit more about what I've gone through or what I'm going through in my life at the moment. And then As always, my main goal with the Glojo and the podcast is to really share tools, tips, conversations, and ideas that are going to help you live a more aligned, fulfilling, authentic, and nourishing life. So today I'm going to be talking about a concept or rather a philosophy that I know is helping me right now. And my goal is that it helps you too. So are you ready for this? 
Are you ready? You probably know what it is already because it's in the title. Today, we are talking about wabi-sabi. That's right. We're talking about the ancient philosophy that comes from Japan, wabi-sabi. I mean, even just saying that name is kind of fun, right? And so you might be wondering, like, what is wabi-sabi? Is this something she's making up? No, no, it is not. Wabi-sabi is a Japanese aesthetic philosophy that embraces the beauty of imperfection, impermanence, and incompleteness. (sighs) Imperfection, impermanence, and incompleteness. There is just something that makes my heart sing about that because how often do we strive for perfection? How often do we seek to feel whole when we actually just, we are no matter what, even if something's broke, quote unquote, broken, even if something is, you know, quote unquote, missing and impermanence, there's deep truth to impermanence. Nothing is permanent. The only thing that's permanent in life is that everything changes hence impermanence. And yet so much of what we do in society and as a culture is that we resist all of those and we do whatever we can to not age or to not have something change or to hold on to status quo, even if we know that letting go of status quo and seeking something different is what's truly going to move us forward in life, what's truly going to bring us the deep satisfaction and the fulfillment that we have been seeking. So I'm hot on the wabi-sabi train. And how I first heard about wabi-sabi, and this might ring a bell for you. Maybe you'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen that. It was actually through the art of Japanese pottery. And to be more specific, the art of broken Japanese pottery. And so it's so beautiful. And and I was reminded of this because I broke two of my favorite bowls recently. And I'm like, oh, gosh. you know. And then I realized I think wabi-sabi came into my life for other reasons. Maybe that's why I broke the bowls. Who knows? That's what I'll tell myself. But essentially what happens is when something breaks in Japan, let's say glassware specifically or pottery, they actually put it back together. They piece it back together as best as they can and they paint it with gold. And to me, there is something so beautiful and sentimental and it's just, it's honoring. There's There's a deep honor and respect for what is, for accepting what is, for accepting the imperfection and for seeing beauty in imperfection instead of needing this bowl to be perfect. And instead of just throwing this bowl out, you know, sometimes something is going to be shattered and it probably is beyond repair. And that's, that's one thing. But in so many cases, we can actually start to put things back together and they're not going to look the same. They might be quote unquote flawed. They might look broken. They might look cracked, but by adorning it with gold, it's so beautiful. It's showing that you're actually recognizing that it's okay for something to show up in a new form. Change, right? Change is good. Change is okay. And it's okay for things to not be perfect and that our flaws and that our imperfections can be celebrated all in one. And so 
I'm going to make sure that I include a photo of what wabi-sabi pottery, what I'm calling wabi-sabi pottery looks like because it's really beautiful. And so I've actually ordered a kit from Amazon and I'm going to be um, I'm going to be fixing, quote unquote, fixing, or just like re-putting together the bowls that I that I broke. So I'll make sure to share those with you as well, because yeah, there's something inspiring about this. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the origins of Wabi Sabi, and then I have six benefits that I'm going to share with you. So as I've shared, the term Wabi Sabi comes from two Japanese words. Wabi, the first word, refers to simplicity humility, and beauty in imperfection. Sabi refers to the beauty that comes with age and wear and the impermanence of all beings. How beautiful is this? Wabi-sabi, two powerful words coming together. The philosophy of wabi-sabi values authenticity and the acceptance of imperfection, and it encourages people to find beauty in things that are natural, irregular, and unpretentious. For example, a rough handcrafted ceramic bowl would be seen as more beautiful and more valued than something that is perfect. Wabi Sabi also emphasizes the importance of mindfulness, of slowing down and of living in the present moment. You know, and it invites us to appreciate the simple things in life and to find joy in the ordinary or I would like to say to also find joy in the unexpected. You know, I think we're programmed to seek pleasure, to seek satisfaction and success in these certain ways where our minds will almost have like the the blinders on and we're focused, we're going forward. But in going forward and in this pursuit of success, of perfection, of love, whatever it is, we actually are missing what life is all about. We're missing the small things and the little things and the beautiful things and things along the way that might seem significant, but that's actually what life is all about. So clearly I'm really digging this philosophy and I hope that you're enjoying learning about it as well. And I hope that this idea is something that's really going to add value to your life. And so now I'm going to share the six benefits of embracing the wabi-sabi lifestyle. So the first one, wabi-sabi helps reduce stress. You heard it here first, folks, or maybe you didn't hear it here first, but you heard it here. I have been super stressed way too much throughout my life. And one thing I know for sure is that that is not a way to live. And to me, that's not what life is all about. And so wabi-sabi really emphasizes imperfection and it emphasizes simplicity. And so when you actually start to realize everything doesn't need to be quote unquote perfect and that you can find happiness in the simplicity and in the little joys in life, all of a sudden your big worries will start to fade away a little bit and maybe eventually they will melt away, but you're able to enjoy the present and not worry about everything as much. So number one, reducing stress. Benefit number two, increased mindfulness. That's right. Embracing the wabi-sabi philosophy of life will actually help you to be more mindful. And as I mentioned before, when you're able to be more mindful, you're also able to be more present. And I actually am starting to believe that one of the keys 
to life, to being successful, quote unquote successful, to enjoying, is to actually be present. It's to be present. When we're present, we notice the magic and the beauty in everything around us. Okay, benefit number three. I absolutely love this one. Wabi Sabi also promotes greater creativity. So as a self-proclaimed and proclaimed by others, but as a creative person, I think that it is so important to be able to let go of expectation, to be able to let go of that perfection, and to be able to be present so you can see how this all builds on one another, but to be able to just let the let loose, I guess you could say, to create, to see what wants to emerge without judgment, without expectation, without pressure. All right. So benefit number four, embracing the philosophy of wabi-sabi actually promotes actually environmental awareness. That's right, because wabi-sabi actually emphasizes using more natural resources when building things. And again, it's going back to this appreciation for nature, for what is, for the imperfections. Did you know that in nature, there is no such thing as a straight line? Nature is always an inspiration to me. And I know that I talk about nature a lot throughout different episodes on the podcast. And it's because I find so much inspiration there because nature doesn't hurry. It doesn't worry. Leaves fall off. The trees aren't crying, at least what we know. Leaves start to bloom again. It's It represents the natural cycles in life. And, and there's so much beauty in the imperfection. And you might think like, of course, nature is perfect, but there's so much imperfection there that exists, making it quote unquote perfect. You know what I mean? All right. The fifth benefit of Wabi Sabi is developing a deeper appreciation for life. So remember going back to the beginning, one of the things with Wabi is impermanence. You know, there's this celebration and reverence for impermanence. And in some ways, when you think like, wait, nothing is ever the same, you might think, well, that's good because I'm not happy right now or I want things to change. So I welcome change. But what about when everything is amazing? What about when everything is incredible? You don't want it to change. You might be afraid to lose the good that you have called into your life. And so there's something beautiful about having this deeper reverence and appreciation for impermanence because it actually makes us appreciate what is at any given moment and knowing that no moment is ever going to be the same. We're never going to have this moment again. And to prioritize and to actually prioritize our values and the people that matter to us and the things we want to do So I really, I love that one. I'm feeling it. Not sure if you can tell, but I am feeling it. All right. Now the sixth one, I may have saved the best for last. Are you ready for this? Benefit number six of embracing the wabi-sabi way of life is increased self-acceptance. One of the things that I am here to accomplish with the Glojo is to one, help everyone become more self-aware, to develop a deeper awareness and appreciation of who you truly are, what makes you tick, what lights you up, what brings you joy, what you are here to do. And then once you lock into that awareness, you honor it, you accept it, you appreciate it, you revere it. Instead of making yourself wrong, instead of trying to change, instead of being hard on yourself, you accept all parts of you. 
when you learn to accept all parts of you, life gets a lot better. It gets a lot easier. And I think that you free up time and energy that you could so easily waste focused on all of the things that are wrong or all the things that you need to do or all this or that and all the things you need to quote unquote fix or change. Whereas when you learn to just accept yourself and accept what is, life becomes a lot more beautiful. It becomes a lot more fulfilling and you do, you gain this deeper level of self-confidence, of trust, of acceptance, and dare I even say faith. So there's my rant on Wabi Sabi. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And I must say, I've had a lot of resistance to sitting down and to recording a solo episode, and it felt really, really good to do. So I feel like this one really came from my heart. It came from inspiration in my own life, and I hope that it finds you well, and I hope that it helps you on your journey to becoming the most fulfilled, nourished, and happy and fun version of yourself. So thank you for tuning in. If you have not already done so, it would mean the world to me if you followed the podcast on whatever platform you listen on. On Spotify, you can leave reviews now. So go ahead, leave that five-star review, wink, wink. And on Apple Podcasts, you can rate, you can leave reviews. Um, and yeah, download, download episodes. Downloading episodes helps podcasters so much. It takes a lot of time and actual money to produce these. Um, and obviously I enjoy it and I'm doing it because I, I enjoy it and it's coming from my heart and wanting to share, but it would also mean the world to me if you could help get it out. So downloading and then sharing it with your friends. Thank you for being here. It's really great to have you in the Glojo, and I look forward to recording another solo episode for you, or Soul Bite, that's what they're called. I look forward to recording another Soul Bite for you soon. All right, bye for now. Ooh, and stay tuned for when I complete my Japanese wabi-sabi bowl. I'll make sure that I share a photo on Instagram.